We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone, and today we're talking today. I feel like I say that in the beginning of every episode, like we're talking today, and today we're doing this. Today we're blah, blah, blah. Well, I have some sad news to tell you guys. Um, <laughs> it's actually really upsetting, but I'm turning it into a positive. So um, first of all, how are you guys? Good. I'm very glad. So let's talk about something sad first to start your Monday. Um, and then we'll get into better stuff. <laughs> so the thing I want to talk to you guys about is my ice machine broke. Yeah. I had her for about four months and it was the best four months of my life. I'm not even going to front. It was incredible. Um, so now, because my ice machine broke, I can't make iced lattes. So I haven't even been making lattes. So I have a drink from Starbucks here. I'm going to drink it. Mm, it's so good. I'll tell you what I got. Um, normally, I've been on the brown shaken iced oat milk espresso vibe from Starbucks. I tried a couple episodes back, um, got a crazy reaction from it, but then I've been getting it every day and it's so good. Well, on Sunday I went to Starbucks to go get it and it was off of the menu because it's technically seasonal, but they still make it. My barista told me that they still make it just with their normal espresso instead of the blonde espresso roast. And I was like, sure. To me, it doesn't taste any different, but 
Anyway, so the drink that I got today was not that because I want to try something different today. So today I got a venti iced coffee with two pumps of vanilla and vanilla sweet cream cold foam on top. And they were out of oat milk. So I just got it black and brought it home and put like a couple tablespoons of oat milk in it. And y'all, this is really good. Um, it's really good. I, I've never had the vanilla sweet cream cold foam on top. Um, honestly, because I was always afraid of like the calories and the sugar. But now that I'm on this wave of just enjoying my food and not fearing my food, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to eat this today and I'm really enjoying it and it's delicious. And I'm so glad that I got that. And I didn't even get the sugar-free vanilla. I just got the regular vanilla because I don't like the taste of that artificial sweetener vanilla. Um, I just don't, but I do like the taste of my sugar-free hazelnut syrup that I, that I have. So I don't know. I guess that's a little confusing even for me, but I just don't, whatever. So that's what I got today from Starbucks and it's really good. And my birthday was a couple weeks ago, like what, a week, a week ago at this point, week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And, um, so many people sent me Starbucks gift cards. So that's why I've been going to Starbucks so much. Cause I have all these gift cards and my ice machine broke. So I can't make coffee at home. And I was at Trader Joe's a couple days ago and I could have just gotten cold foam. I mean, not cold foam, cold brew, but I don't know without the ice in it, it just isn't the same for me. So I was like, I don't really want that. So I was like, I'll just use my Starbucks gift cards. And then today I went to go buy my drink and she was like, do you want to use rewards? And I'm so not with it with Starbucks. So I was like, oh my God, I have an embarrassing story to tell you guys too about Starbucks. But I was like, I don't know what that means. What does, what does that mean? And she was like, oh, so it means that like you get your drink for free because you've used X amount of points and blah, blah. I was like, sure, I will definitely use a free drink today. So this drink was free. That made my whole day. What a great way to start off the day. Also, I slept in today. I'm filming this at 1130. I slept until like 10 a.m. today. So um, which is very ironic because yesterday I bought this book called The Miracle Morning and I bought on audiobook. A friend recommended it and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a listen. So I, in my defense, I got it last night. So I'd listened to it at like 10 PM as I was like driving back to my house. Um, and then, so I didn't actually get into the meat of it, but so just ironic that I got like this book about how to make like this morning routine that will significantly change your life. And I woke up at 10 AM today, but it felt great. And I'm glad I did it. Um, and guess what, baby? The world's still turning. Let me tell you this embarrassing Starbucks story. So um, I went to Starbucks. <laughs> okay. So I should preface this by saying I got um, I got a new car because my car that I was driving, which was um, a Lexus that I loved that car. It was so great. But um, back in February, I hit a deer. I said that on this podcast. I hit a deer with it. I took it to the shop. It was in the shop for a month to get fixed. I got it back. I drove down to Sea Isle. And the whole time I was driving to Sea Isle, I was like, this car is messed up. Like they, they did a good job fixing it, I guess. But like it felt like as soon as I hit 80 miles an hour, it felt like it was going to fall apart on the side that I hit the deer. So I was like, okay, this is not good. So I took it back into the shop to get fixed. And while I was in the shop to get fixed, um, I just like was test driving a couple other cars and I ended up walking out with a car that I wasn't expecting to like even get a car, but I ended up getting a new car. 
Um, so that's like a little small part of the story. So this was only last week. So the car is only like 10 days old for me. So I got this car and the day after I got the car, which was a Wednesday, I teach spin at 930. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my car and drive around and go to Starbucks before my class and get a coffee because my ice machine broke. So I'm going to get a coffee. So I, um, get in line for Starbucks and this car is new to me in the sense that, um, my old car, my Lexus didn't have Apple CarPlay, but this new car is a 2020 and it does have Apple CarPlay. So I had my phone like plugged into Apple CarPlay and I'm also like nervous because it's the second day. Well, it's actually the first like day that the car is actually mine, but it's like the second day because I got it on that Tuesday and now this is Wednesday morning. So it's like the first day that the car is mine, right? So I'm a little nervous driving it and I'm just like a little scared, whatever. So I'm driving it through Starbucks. My phone's plugged into my car so it can have the Apple CarPlay on and it's my turn at the window. So I'm already kind of like farther out from the window than normal just because I don't want to like, you know, even run the risk of like scratching my car. So I'm out a little farther than normal. And I, I had this conversation with myself in my head where I'm like, should I unplug my phone from the cord so that I can reach better? Cause I scan all my stuff on my phone for Starbucks or should I just keep it plugged in and just, you know, hope that it'll reach. And I was like, I don't want to unplug my phone. I'm just going to hope it reaches. So I pull up to the window. It's my turn. I don't unplug my car or I, sorry, I don't unplug my phone. I go to let the barista scan my phone and my phone, like I reach too far and my phone falls out of the cord out of my car and onto the ground of the drive-thru, like on the road. And I was like, oh, and the barista just like watched this whole thing. And she was like, Ooh, <laughs> we were just like, okay. So I try and open the door to get my phone. Cause that's how I'm paying. But I was too close to like the window. So I couldn't open my door without like hitting the side of my car. And it's literally like hour 12 that I've had this car. So there's no way that I'm going to like do that. So I'm like, let me pull up. She's like, I could come out and get your phone. I'm like, no, don't worry. That's so extra. It's so fine. I will just grab it. So I drive forward and I park my car and I get out. And now it's just like, imagine a person just standing in the drive-thru, no car. That's what it is. So I pick up my phone, she scans it and she's like, your drink isn't ready yet. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like backing, backing up. So, um, I'll just wait. (laughs) So I'm literally just standing in the drive-thru with my car in front of me. I'm not in my car. I'm just standing in the drive-thru and I'm just like, yeah. And she's trying to make me feel better. She's like, this happens all the time. I'm like, that is so nice of you to say, even if it's not true. Thank you. (laughs) But I would literally just like, man, day one of my car and I already lost my phone in the drive-thru and I had to get out and stand in the drive-thru like a weirdo, like a weirdo. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing. And then I just got back and then she gave me my drink. I got my car and drove off, but I was so flustered. Oh my God. I was beyond flustered. Um, so that was like my very first experience. So now every single time I go to Starbucks and my phone is plugged into Apple CarPlay, I always unplug it and I'm like, unplug, here you go. Oh, that was so embarrassing. Like talking about it, it's really not that embarrassing. 
<laughs> yes, it is. Who am I kidding? Oh my God. That was, that was bad of me. That was so embarrassing. Well, let's talk about how my ice machine broke. Cause that's the whole reason that I've been going to Starbucks and why I've even had this very embarrassing encounter at Starbucks. So I said in a episode what exactly my ice machine was and I forget. Let me see if I can pull it back up. Hi, Tori. Orders. Oh, I have to enter my password. No way. Okay. Well, anyway, I just got an ice machine and it broke. So here's how. So it was like ferociously leaking, <laughs> meaning there was always water just all over my counter and spilling onto the floor to the point where I had to put a towel next to it just to like soak up all the water. And every like every morning I had to completely like just swap out this towel because it was soaking wet. So that's probably not a good sign. But anyway, that was happening. Well, um, when this was happening, my friends were over and they noticed that I was always changing out this towel. They lifted it up and saw that there is a condensation pipe underneath of it. And that's where the water is coming from. So we had this idea to just stop the leak at the source. So I put the towel like underneath the actual machine where the pipe goes. And I was like, I'll just soak it up. Cool. I go to bed. I wake up the next day. And all of my ice is melted and there is so much condensation in my machine. And I'm like, this is not good. So I take the towel out. It's soaking wet. Like it's sopping. And so I take it out. I'm like, God damn it. And then I unplug, replug and turn it back on. And I just wait for it to make some ice. And as I'm waiting, it sounds like it's about to make ice. And then all of a sudden before it can drop any ice in, it just bottoms out and loses it all. And then it just remelts. And it's this process of making ice, dropping, melting, making ice, dropping, melting. And it just no longer can even, it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do anymore. And I think it's because we fucked up the condensation pipe, which makes sense. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes, um, 
lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh the last few years. And it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. don't know how to fix it. Um, and it sucks, but you know what? It's all right because one, I go to the beach, I moved to the beach in like three weeks, which is great. And I have ice there, so I don't need to buy another one. And two, um, I'll be, I'll be fine. (laughs) Like it's not the biggest deal in the world. I definitely liked it. Also, I saw a TikTok hack. I still don't have TikTok by the way, but my friend Chelsea posted on her story that you can buy a bag of Chick-fil-A ice 
at Chick-fil-A. And I think I'm going to do that because I love their ice. So I think I'm going to do that. And I go to Chick-fil-A so much. Like, dude, Chick-fil-A has been the best thing to me. Since I've stopped caring about what I'm eating and I just eat whatever the hell I want, I'm not only losing weight by not trying, I'm also not binging, which because I'm not restricting anymore, but I'm also so much happier. Like I eat whatever I want and I don't feel the need to restrict myself or be like, oh, that's, that's too much. Or like I'm eating too much or that's going to be too sweet. That's too many calories, too much sugar. Like, no, it, it doesn't matter to me. So like last Saturday, for example, after I taught spin, I went to Chick-fil-A and I got a six count nugget. I'm going to get Chick-fil-A for lunch today. This sounds so good. I'm, I got a six count nugget and a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And it was so good. Um, crazy enough, now that I'm eating like Chick-fil-A so much, <laughs> I literally have it like at least once a week. It's so good. Now, now that I'm having Chick-fil-A so much more, um, I have found that I'm not as big a fan as, of French fries as I once were. Maybe it's just the waffle fries, but I was at the beach a couple weeks ago and we were at happy hour and um, we had to buy food with our drinks. And when we did that, we got, <clears throat> we got fries and I was just like not really picking at them. I just didn't, they just weren't doing it for me. So like maybe my taste buds changed because I used to love fries, but I also think I used to love fries because I wouldn't let myself eat them. And now that I do let myself eat them, they're just not that, they're not really it for me. So yeah, that's been a really crazy uh, thing to realize with me. Um, one other thing that I want to talk about really quickly is my hair because I've talked about this to you guys before. I'm in this phase right now with my hair where I just want my hair to be bleach blonde and down to my ass. Like I want 24 inch tape in extensions right now in my head. And it's crazy that I'm saying tapes, but let me tell you why I'm saying tapes as opposed to hand tied. I've had every single, well, not every single, but I've had a lot of extension types. I've had keratin K-tips um, to the point where I've had just like, like a couple, but I've also had a full head of them when I was a senior in high school. I had a full head of K-tips. I've also done a full head of tapins. I've done a full head of hand tides and I've done clip-ins. So I've done all four of those. And out of those four, I think the ones that look the best are the hand tied. Um, but the, the downside to hand tied extensions is there's actually a couple downsides. Number one is your hair is automatically really thick looking, um, which isn't a bad thing at all, but I already have like pretty thick hair. So whenever I put hand tides in, my hair just gets extra thick looking and like my braids and ponytails are almost like obnoxiously thick. So that's kind of a downside to it. It's a good problem to have though. But anyway, that's just one thing with hand tides. The second thing is like, these are wefts. So when I sweat, like I really, really sweat whenever I work out, like I sweat. It's like I take a shower every time I work out. So my hair gets soaking wet, especially my scalp. Like I sweat from my scalps. So like all of my roots are always wet. Um, so when I have hand tides in, it's just like a wet weft sitting on my head unless I blow dry it and it's always a pain to always blow dry it so I don't always but then it's just like wet and heavy wefts of hair sitting on my scalp um those are pretty much the only two downsides other than that I think hand tied looks really great um it's not too heavy like it's heavy when you first put it on 
But other than that, it's not too heavy. You get really used to it quickly. And I think they look really natural. They're very seamless. You can't really ever see them. I really do like hand hides a lot. Um, Tape-ins, however, um, while I think hand hides are the least damaging to your hair, I think tape-ins are the most lightweight and easiest when wet. And let me explain. When So with my tapes, like when I was getting tapes all the time, I was teaching spin, I think like five times a week. And it was also during the summer. And it wasn't, I don't remember it being a problem for me. I don't remember it being like, this is such a pain in the ass. So when my tapes were wet, they would just, they're so much thinner. So they would just dry a lot quicker. And I could also just kind of like flip them and just dry like the individual little tapes. So that was good. And um, what else? That's pretty much it. They were just like very easy, like flip around and stuff like that. And they weren't as like thick and heavy on my head. So because it's summer, that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, I really want bleach blonde hair and hair down to my ass. (laughs) So um, that's been like a huge like dilemma of mine is like, do I want tapes? Because I know as soon as I get extensions in, I'm going to be like, why did I do that? I'm ruining my hair, blah, blah, blah. I should take them out. So I probably won't get extensions, but... And everyone's going to be like, oh, just get (sighs) clip-ins. I don't want clip-ins. I just don't. (laughs) The appeal of like hand-tied or tapes is that they're always in. And it's just like you wake up with like pretty mermaid hair. And clips you have to put in. I know, such a first world problem with me. But I just want to update you guys because every time I talk about my hair, you guys are like, I feel the same way. So I'm glad we can kind of relate when it comes out. Also, when I had tapes and I took my hair out, I had like literally no damage with my tape-ins. Like I've heard the horror stories of like people losing their hair when they rip their tapes out, but I really didn't have a problem with my tapes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so now that I've talked about hair extensions and my ice machine or lack thereof for the past, what, like 20 minutes, why don't we get into today's topic of the episode? So to be completely transparent, um, this is now Friday when I'm filming this. The intro I filmed yesterday and the meat of the episode I'm filming today on Friday. I actually filmed a completely different episode yesterday, but I, I woke up this morning and I didn't love it. So um, I deleted like the meat of the episode and I wrote like a whole new topic. And that's what we're going to talk about today. 
So it's important to know that because later on in the episode, I'm going to talk about like a morning routine. And like literally 10 minutes ago, I just told you guys that I woke up at 10 a.m. Um, and had no morning routine. But now on it's Friday, I'm recording this at 8.46 in the morning. And um, I did have a wonderful morning. So um, I had a great morning routine. I'm still reading The Miracle Morning. I'm not like all the way done it. But um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to try something today. So it was really great. But I also have a whole episode about how to create a morning routine that works for you. Completely stick by that episode. I think it's great. So if you guys want to listen to that, uh, definitely go ahead and watch that or listen to that as well. Um, But today's topic I'm very excited to talk about. It's actually very near and dear to my heart because this has been a topic that has been a recurring theme literally since um, I want to say high school. And that is the topic of how to know if you're on the right path. And I think that this is a topic that can apply to so many different people for so many situations. So for me, this really started in high school when I chose to not go to college in my junior year of high school. I remember it was my English class and my teacher was like, okay, who here plans to go to college? And everybody raised their hand except for me. And that was the first time that I was like, oh, maybe I should go to college. Um, And then I ended up actually going to college um, the next year or I guess the next year and a half. Um, I went to the University of Alabama for one semester and then I ended up dropping out. Um, It's actually really crazy to like think about that, but because it's just so not me to go to college, let alone the University of Alabama. Um, it, It was just the most random time in my life. And then I left college and I came home to do YouTube full time. And I, at the same time, I was becoming a spin instructor. And about nine months after I taught my first class, I left to go open up my own studio nine months later. So 18 full months later, um, I opened up Stride. And then a year and a half later, I opened up my second, which is my second location of Stride, which is the one in Sea Isle. Um, so yeah, I've just always been, you know, even though it seems like to the outside that, yeah, I might have it all together. Every single big chance that I've taken has been this question of, am I doing the right thing? And even gearing up to this new season of Sea Isle, it's that same fear of, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I on my right path? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And even if it's not these major life events, like opening up a business or leaving college or dropping out of college, it might still be these smaller events that go throughout your life, such as getting in a new new relationship or on the flip side, going through a breakup. It could be starting a new job. It could be getting a promotion. It could be leaving a job. There could be so many moments in your life where you're like, am I doing the right thing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I where I should be? And this is a very common theme that I get all the time. And I want to preface this episode by saying after this, you guys should listen to Katie Bilotti's Thick and Thin podcast episode. It's called Learn to Do It Afraid, I think it is, or maybe it's just Do It Afraid. Let me Thick and thin, let's see, thick and thin, um, learn to do it afraid. She posted it on March 18th and it was about her moving to New York. And I think it's such a great episode because she really talks about fear and the root of fear. And I truly think that all big life decisions are rooted in fear. And we have always been Some people do it afraid and they get past that fear and others let the fear hold them back. So I really think you guys should go listen to our episode. It's a beautiful episode to kind of go along with this one. 
because this one is more so trying to reassure you of am I on the right path and am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? But I think with all of that, the common theme, it does come back down to fear and you can't let fear hold you back. So I don't want to, you guys should just go listen to that episode. I think it's really, really amazing um, after you guys listen to this one. So let's get into today's episode of am I on the right path? How to know if you're on the right path and if you should be where you are. Um, I do want to preface this again by saying that I talk a lot about the universe in these next couple of minutes of this episode, but please know that universe can be adjusted to whatever you believe, if anything at all. Universe, God, any sort of higher power, um, that's sort of what I'm talking to. Like this idea that your life is written out in the stars is very comforting to me, and that's why I tend to lean into that idea, lean into the belief of it. And, um, it's just how I choose to live my life. So, um, please know that universe can be substituted and swapped out for God, any sort of higher power, whatever you believe or don't believe can be inserted into that word. Okay. So let's talk about it. So I literally have a list that I'm going to read through. So I, here's where I want to explain it. So I titled it how to know if you're on the right path. Number one, you don't. And I think that's the scariest thing to accept is that you just, you'll never know for certain if this is what you're supposed to be doing. Let me explain. So with every single move that I've done in my life, and I'm talking about big events here. So I'm talking about going to college, leaving college to do YouTube full-time, opening up a spin studio and opening up my second studio. So those four major life events, every single time that I've been doing it, I've always wondered, am I doing the right thing? And I've never had this clear, concrete answer of, yes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I have to do it afraid and I have to know that this is what I want to be doing right now. But if it's like my end all be all, I have no idea. Sometimes thinking about an end all be all can be really daunting. So instead of thinking about like the big picture, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing for the rest of my life? I want you to think that you just have to trust the universe that whatever you are doing right now is where you need to be in this moment. And even if you are afraid, even if it does seem daunting, that's not a reason to not go for something that you want in your life. Even if it's scary and stressful and it's not at all what you thought you would be doing, that's not a reason to not pursue what you ultimately wanna be doing in this very moment. I always say that I only do what I want to. I never do what I don't wanna do. For example, if I got an insane job offer to go work um, for a nine to five somewhere that I had no appeal of moving to for a job that I had no appeal of doing, but the money was insane. I would not take that job because that's not something that I want to do. I don't do things that I don't want to do. So that to me is in my core and it's rooted within me and that's comforting to me. So I know that whatever I'm doing in this moment is what I want to be doing, even if I don't know if it is going to be my end all be all, but in this moment, it's exactly what I want to do. And I'm going to give it 110,000% of me. Now, let's say you go for whatever you're thinking of going for in your life, whether it's a new job, a relationship, opening a studio, it can be honestly anything in your life. This is a very broad episode that we're going for here. So what happens if your life gets completely flipped around? Then what happens to your path? Here's what I've learned throughout the years and just some tips to pass along to you guys. The biggest theme that I can pass along to you guys is to lean into it. You need to feel whatever the universe is trying to teach you because it's ultimately trying to teach you something. So rather than trying to fight against it, you need to just lean into it. 
Whether the universe is trying to tell you to slow down, maybe cleanse people or situations, jobs, relationships from your life, maybe the universe is trying to redirect you completely, you don't always need to know. Now listen closely because this is my favorite quote that truly gets me through the hardest of times. The universe has no obligation to make sense to you. I'm going to say that one more time, write it down, engrave this into your brain. The universe has no obligation to make sense to you. So when your life gets completely flipped upside down, lean into it, embrace it, open your eyes, open your heart and open your soul. Use this time as cliche as it sounds, use this time to do some soul searching. Use this time to ask the tough questions such as what is this trying to teach me? Or if that's too daunting, simply ask, what is this trying to show me? You are allowed to not have everything figured out. As a matter of fact, when your life gets flipped upside down or flipped around or life simply smacks you in the face, I can't help but think that the universe is telling you that you shouldn't have everything figured out right now. This is a learning curve that was put in your path because you are ready for it. The universe only hands us what we're ready for. The universe only shows us what we're ready for. So I truly want you to lean in and feel what is being presented to you. So even if you're like, I don't know if I'm on my right path, trust that you are. I know I said the very first thing was you don't know if you're on your right path because it's never always going to feel right. But just trust that you waking up every single day is your path. Going through the motions every single day is your path. Doing something afraid is your path. Having your life flipped upside down is your path. Having a cleansing of people is your path. Being challenged on a daily basis is your path. Remember, the universe has no obligation to make sense to you. Now, with this being said, I think the hardest part of this especially for me, is I'm someone that likes to be a leader. I'm someone that likes to take control of my life and take control of my situations. What happens when things out of my control keep happening that are directly impacting me? The number one thing to remember that I just said is this is part of your path. And again, it's here to teach you things. The outside factors of our life that we cannot control suck They simply suck and that's okay to understand and to embrace because guess what? We're leaning into that. We're leaning into the fact that we can't control this and it sucks. But however, we can manage and control ourselves. So a couple months back, maybe last fall, I actually talked to my therapist about this because I felt very out of control of a couple of things in my life that I wanted to regain control about. So she gave me an example or sorry, an exercise Um, that really, really helped me. So this is the exercise that my therapist taught me when I was being reactive to others' emotions and situations out of my control. So I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you to think of a situation or a person that is causing you stress in your life. So with this piece of paper, I want you to draw a circle in the middle of the paper, but make sure you have room to write on the outside of that circle. Then on the outside of the circle, I want you to write down all the factors that are out of your control that are really bothering you within a certain situation. So let's say you are in a relationship and you're going through a breakup, and I want you to think about all the factors outside of your relationship that are really, really bothering you that pertain to your relationship that you can't control. So maybe it's how your boyfriend reacts to you telling him that you want to go on a girl's weekend. Maybe it's that you feel like you can't 
do a skincare routine because you guys go to bed at different times. I don't know. Just These are just examples. But just write down factors outside of the circle that you cannot control. Once you have all that stuff written down on the inside of the circle, write down all the factors of this situation that you can control. Once you're done with that, I want you to reflect. Because when I did this exercise a while back, it made me realize that no matter how hard I try to control and change myself to accommodate others, I will still never be able to please everyone. So in these moments where your life takes a drastic shift and you feel like you have to take on all the responsibility of not only yourself, but others and their actions, remember that they are on their own path, just like you are on yours. You cannot take the stress of others just so you can try to fix it. It's not your problem to fix. You need to focus on yourself and becoming the best version of yourself in these moments of tough, of toughness. Three ways to do this. Number one, adopt a morning routine so you can begin every day with yourself by setting up yourself for your best self. Now, I did this today and I had an amazing morning. I woke up, I journaled, I went for a mile run, I sat in silence for 10 minutes and I had a great morning. Because of that, I was able to really reflect on my episode from yesterday, realize I didn't love it, write a new one that I'm very happy with and now give this content to you guys. So because of that, I've been able to better myself as a podcaster. I haven't been reactive to my phone as a businesswoman and I'm able to kind of just be a better human overall. Number two, read content that challenges your current being. If you want change, you have to do something different that you're currently not doing. Sitting and doing the same steps every day and and expecting a different outcome is only going to keep you very stagnant in your life. It's going to be the cycle of never ending where you're always just kind of going through life in this mediocre state of mind. You have to challenge yourself and change how you are every day if you want a different outcome. Challenge your comfort zone and really expand your horizons. And number three, I want you to do one thing every day that made you uncomfortable. Think back to a minute ago when I said I went on a run this morning and it was amazing. I did not want to go on that run, but because I wanted to do something different for myself today and challenge myself in a way that I knew would stimulate my mind, I went for a run. I didn't want to go on it, but I'm so glad that I did because it truly set my day up for success. So I want you to challenge those three factors into your life every day to focus on becoming the best version of you. And the last thing that I kind of want to leave you guys with today is that you will know if you're on your right path because you're alive. And that's the bottom line. The very first thing that I said was you won't know if you're on the right path. The second thing I said is you are always on your right path because you're alive. And the third thing is tying those three themes together. You don't always have to know, but just know that because you're alive, that's enough. I encourage you to really gain perspective and get out of your own head. Your life doesn't need to be something huge and meaningful to be important. It's important as it is because the odds of you being born are literally one in 400 trillion. So I'll say it again, the quote that makes me feel better when I don't understand what the fuck is going on with my life, the universe has no obligation to make sense to you. So I really encourage you guys to lean into this, lean into whatever you're experiencing and grow from it. You're already on this path and this is a part of it. You've got this. I promise you've got this. You don't always need to know. You don't always need to have it figured out. I encourage you to trust your gut and realize that you wouldn't guide yourself in the wrong direction. And guess what? Even if you do go in a direction that feels right to you and you realize five years down the line that it was the complete wrong move, you had to go through that to reroute your life. You had to go through this to find connections with people. You had to go through this to learn lessons from people. You had to go through this to learn where you should be later on. 
even if you don't believe that your life is written in the stars and that you don't have like this actually destined set out life path, it is just comforting to know that even in these moments of going through the motions, waking up every day and doing what you do every day, that it's teaching you something. It's setting you up for success later on. Whether you find quote unquote success in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, maybe even in your 70s, just know that your life has meaning. Your life is something that is special. And you don't have to rewrite history or change the world to be important in this world. You're important to someone. You're important to me because you listen to this podcast. You're important to your best friend. You're important to your mom, your dad, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your teacher, your aunt, your uncle. You're important to so many people in your life. And just because you don't always have it figured out right now doesn't mean your life is any less important than the person that you look up to that seems to have it all figured out. Because I can promise you the people that you think even have their life figured out still question their decisions, still think, am I doing the right thing? You know, do we think we'll ever completely know? I hope so. I think that's a very comforting thought. But I can tell you from a personal experience that all four of my major life events, I've never completely 100% known. And I'd be curious to know if anyone else does. I think this is where Katie's episode really plays an important role that most people do things that they're afraid of and they take the chance. So I encourage you guys to take the chance and trust that this is your path. Even if you don't know, even if it's muddy, even if there's woods covering your path sometimes and you have to literally literally take a machete and cut the trees down yourself. I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to forge your path and I encourage you to stay on course. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. The universe has no obligation to make sense to you. Please lean into what it's trying to teach you. Guys, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I hope that this gave you a little bit of inspiration today to just go after something that you've always wanted to do, or maybe you're going through a tough time right now and you feel like, why is this happening to me? You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to feel your emotions and you're allowed to feel confused. But I want you to remember to just stay on course and be the leader that you are. Be the person that you want to become and I promise your life is going to work out exactly how it's supposed to. So I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Please enjoy this week. You guys deserve the best week of your life and I hope you get exactly that. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. (music) 